Welcome to another Fast and Furious edition of uh, Talk Hard, presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh, guys, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and let you all actually talk here in the first five minutes of the show. So, um, why don't you all introduce yourselves and tell us what your favorite thing is that you've watched this past week? Who's first? You, since you talk first. Can it be Soccer. God, <laughs> it can. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't think it is this week. I would love to be able yes. to, to to do that, yes. but I don't think it that's was. a win for me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick list of the things that I watched that I liked, and and Ooh, you okay. and and then you can tell me which one you want to discuss. So we so so we don't have to talk about them all. I'll give you the list, and you say I want to know about more about that one. All right. Uh, I, and I liked all of these. Okay. So some of that might be surprising. Agents of Shield, oh. right off the bat, th- that wow. ought to be surprising already. Yeah, already uh, eyebrows raised. Uh, the Amanda Knox thing on Netflix, and uh, the documentary about her, and Halt and Catch Fire on AMC, and the first like fifteen twenty minutes of Westworld. I, I'm I got to go Agents of Shield, man. If you're saying you've been kind of crapping on it lately, yeah. and if you're saying that you enjoyed it. This I got to know why. Okay, uh, I feel like they have reached with this season with with Ghost Rider. I feel like this is what they probably should have been doing season one. Mm. Um, first of all, he's really good. He really is the guy that plays oh, okay. Ghost Rider, the Robbie Reyes uh, character. He's he's good, and uh, the character's fairly cool, even though you know the the. the the uh, computer-generated skull, you know, isn't perfect, but it's it's fine. The car is actually pretty cool. I like I like the car, um, mm. you know, and it's Charger just looks good on TV. It just does, as we all yeah. know uh, from Dukes of Hazard days. But always has the black Charger is is pretty sweet. And uh, so anyway, it has it basically it just hasn't been bad, which has surprised me. Like I watched, like I'll give it a chance and see what this Ghost Rider looks like, and it was good enough that may I watched a second episode, and that second episode I was like, that's that well, actually wasn't too bad, but I think it's too late. I think it's still too late, too little, too late. You know, I think yeah. that, I think that show is just it's biding its time until it's dead at this point. But maybe if they'd started like this, but yeah. I would say I feel like the show now is on the level of those DC shows that are on the CW that everybody likes mm-hmm. that mm. I don't that I don't watch. But right. I, I've seen bits and pieces of them, and I feel like the quality, like that's about what you're getting now with Agents of Shield. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if any audience will will go to it now or if it's just too late. I feel like it's too late. But anyway, so there you go. Would it be would Would you be okay if you? Like me, for instance, who watched the first season, quit watching it. Would it be okay to pick it up yeah. in the fourth season, or, or yeah. would you need to go back and rewatch? No, catch up. They're, they're, okay, you're missing certain plot points, but they they've almost kind of hit a reset a little bit on yeah. to kind of get back to some of the stuff from the first season and, and make a couple characters more like they were in the first season. So yeah, you're not you're not missing anything. I don't think. Like yeah, you, good you, to know then. Yeah, you might because those will still be on demand the whole season will. Right. So that'd be good. You you might wonder like who's that character and why does Coulson have a robot hand and stuff like that, but uh, you know it's nah you'll be fine. And that's why God invented wikis. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, uh, the other member of the team, hey, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us what your favorite thing is you watched this week, sir. Um. Well, so far it's been. Uh, that was Scott earlier, by the way. I'm not sure if you ever said your name. And, and this is Todd. Tashi. Hey, I'm Todd. This is, uh, yeah, I was trying to come up with a name, an introduction, oh. but I'm not going to worry about it now. Nah, I'm sorry. Scott, I just stepped all over. Scott, just... did, Scott didn't start it. I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not bad. <laughs> That's all right, though. That's all right. I did, uh, I watched um, Don't Breathe. 
okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think about it. I, I, it was I, very intense. Yes, very isn't intense. it? P- pulls you in really, really. I mean, one of those. Uh, I'm trying to trying to figure out how to word it. Um, one of those that you sit down, you know, you're watching, and it, it just kind of pulls you in. You don't you don't feel like you can move in your seat, you know, because mm. um, you're afraid you're going to miss something. Yeah. Um, but really well done, shot great. Um, perfect, you know, you know, you know, great, great concept, which, you know, in a horror suspense is, you know, you limit your locations and you limit the, the amount of the cast and you just mm-hmm. go with the, you know, you go with it. And that's what they did. And, you know, you've got a really you know, a, a strong cast in there. And uh, uh, like I said, excellent camera work and just uh, production design. and Not just, much breathing. No, no. It really wasn't. I didn't hear hardly any breathing. Yeah. Hmm. A minimal amount uh, of breathing. <laughs> there, was, there was some breathing. Yeah, and there was that. Breathing. <laughs> uh, uh, we don't even want to, you know, we're, we're not even going to. I'm in unnatural gonna... turkey baster kind of ways, but uh, no, not I'm, to give too I'm, much away. I'm, I think I got rid of ours, you know. Yeah. After I saw it, I just, <laughs> like I can't. Yeah. You no, know, there's. I don't care what. I don't care what you say is in there. I'm never gonna eat anything that comes out of that. <laughs> yeah, but it. I mean, it does. Once it. Once it starts, it just doesn't let up, does it? No, it doesn't. It's. Uh. It's. You know. It's. It's. Uh. It starts and. Pretty much, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, exposition set up. There's a little bit, and then little bit. boom, yeah. you're in there. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, I have my own opinion, but I want to hear yours. What do you think about them talking about a sequel for it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, it's To me, that's one of those that just kind of, they're going to do it because it made a lot of money. I mean, it made a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, for against a really small budget, I mean, no no names in the cast other than Stephen Lang, uh, who's you know kind of a you know supporting kind of character. Right, I'm pretty sure we can uh, get Stephen Lang. Actor. But on the right day. I mean, you know they're going to do it. They're going to do it to try to make money. It's just yeah, logistically, what what what's going to happen? I'm sorry. There's two hundred. Yeah, I wish they wouldn't. There's two hundred dollars yeah. in the uh, walks off the account right now. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> Is that you're saying you, call up Lane. I'm saying give him a call. Are you counting on group expenses for the for the Paducah trip? No, it's shot. It, if it, yeah, no, the, if it, okay. you know, it's shot after. So Paducah. we we probably don't have a big budget for Lane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wish they wouldn't do a sequel for it. I think that's a great standalone, and I wish they'd leave it alone. I don't. I don't think you're going to be able to top what they did there, and yeah. you're going to try to recreate something, and right. that just never works. It, it never does, and I mean the the whole the way this one ends, there's yeah. just that whole unsettling feel, you yeah. know, the way it ends anyway, and it's just better. It's just leave it alone. You yeah, know? I agree. I agree. All right, uh, I guess it's my turn. Uh, this is uh, Alan, and I watched have started watching going down the. Um, the franchise road of the fast and the furious, which is why I opened up the show with this mm. fast and furious edition. I started at one, got my daughter into it. Um, she hadn't seen any of them. So we started at one. We just wrapped up fast and furious five tonight. Whoa. Um, and so we've still got a couple more to go, but, uh, man, those things, those things are a lot of fun if you know what to expect. Like if you go into it knowing how cheesy and campy they are and the action sequences are just so over the top. And if you are in in if you're on board with all that, it doesn't get much better than than those movies as far as that kind of stuff goes. So um I, I the five was the first one with the rock. Um I think that it it goes to prove your point, Scott, that The Rock doesn't doesn't do badass very well. Yeah. Um, Christy, my wife said, "Why does everything he says sounds like he's asking a question, no matter what it is? Like it just <laughs> and it does. Like everything he said just kind of went up on the end there for a little while. So yeah, he. But uh, it was fun watching him and Dom fight a little bit. But uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious for me, boys. Uh, wow. Todd, um, Todd, so there you, it is. That's t- us. Todd, have you seen any of those? 
I have not seen any of them. I have not seen any oh, of wow. them. So as of last week, really? all three of us had not seen a single one of those. Yeah, how about that? That's interesting. <laughs> That's got to well, be some kind of a I weird... will say, if you go down the rabbit hole, skip Tokyo Drift. <laughs> okay. Um, because the the kid that played uh, the played in Sling Blade, uh, Carl's buddy Frank, <laughs> yeah. he's all grown up and he's in Tokyo and he still has that stupid accent. <laughs> um, and and man, it's just it's it's really it's really a bad movie. Like it's not even fun. It's just I can't wait till this is over so we can start four. That makes me um, that makes me want uh, Dwight Yoakam's character from Sling Blade in those <laughs> movies. Yeah. You think that'd be a good addition? He's got a car. I think it, and... I think it would be, yeah. It would be I think it would be if Carl hadn't have killed him, it'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. It'd be out of continuity somehow. I feel like the way you talk. <laughs> Can I tell you something I hate from this week? Yeah. Speaking of speaking of man, those daggone um Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Oh, I was, there you go. Man. Have you all seen the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge? Yes. No, I, I, man, I'm telling you right now that like I, I have said before, I don't think Americans can do a lot of foreign accents well on the whole. <laughs> but I will also say foreigners cannot do Southern accents oh, at yeah. all. And yeah. Andrew Garfield is going to set out to prove that in his movie. <laughs> yeah. That accent is going to drive me insane. Uh, to, case in point, just turn on uh, The Walking Dead any night. And listen yeah. to all those Australian people try to do Southern accents. It's like, and they, I think they went to the Meg Ryan school of how to do a Southern accent. <laughs> what? Oh God! What was so that weird. movie that Meg Ryan was in? Uh, she was a soldier and she gets killed in the beginning of it. And then there's like a, the I guess the whole movie oh. is about courage oh, under yeah. fire. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's Man, it. Man, that is a horrid, horrid accent that she does. Yeah. That that the whole thing, like you can you you can tell that the emotion is gonna be there, but then like the whole the whole premise of the movie is he goes to war without a gun. I guess it's it's a true story. He saves all these lives in, in World War II without a gun or whatever, because it's against his religion to shoot people or whatever. Um <laughs> but uh like the the whole tagline and the one that they're using for the poster and everything is him saying and, and are you ready for this impression? Yeah. All right. This is my Andrew Garfield in Hexar Ridge. Here we go. Please, Lord, let me get one more. <laughs> yeah, I did see that line. Yeah. So, oh, it's terrible. Nobody says Moa. Yeah, yeah. So, so somebody let him watch uh, Gone with the Wind. Yep. <laughs> and said, this is what they talk like. <laughs> uh-huh. <And> specifically, <laughs> Scarlett O'Hara. Like should I should yeah. not shouldn't I watch the guys? No, no, no. Watch her. This is, yeah. this is what you're gonna do. <clears throat> Let me get one more. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Let's talk about a good trailer. Y'all Let's want do it. to? Let's do it. Uh James Gunn gave us all a little sneak peek today, and, and we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, but he dropped a about a minute, minute and a half teaser for Guardians of the Galaxy before the trailer uh comes out in the next few days. Uh, Scott, you and I watched it. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I uh, continue to think he has put out the best trailers and teasers uh, for Marvel movies. Yeah, because you typically hate Marvel trailers. Yeah, I do, I do. I think they're absolutely no good, and they give you too much, and they don't get me excited at all. But his, like, I loved his first Guardians trailer, mm-hmm. the, the first trailer that came out. Uh, thought it was really good, and this one is really good. It's it's not to Star Wars level. Those people are just the best at it. But right. it's very good. And, uh, you know, it's just being a teaser. And it's just showing you a few things here and there. But the, the imagery looks really cool. Like, yeah. all the all the backgrounds and everything is like looks amazing. Yeah, the this, this shot, uh, the couple shots with Gamora running yeah. with the sword and stuff mm-hmm. look cool. And then that little interaction with uh with, yes. with Dax yeah, and, that's good. and Star Lord was awesome. I, I love Drax, uh, man. He's one of my favorites. Drax, I said Dax. Drax, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not uh Kristen Bell's husband. Right. <laughs> um 
but yeah, the the shots of of Star Lord in the in that circle like window or whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. that uh, oval window or whatever he's standing in, those are look really cool. And yeah, but that scene with the, those two, it's like I can't wait to to see what they do with Drax in this movie. I can't get enough of him. Yeah, and and man, it's just I, I hope I don't get overly excited mm-hmm. for Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. two. By the time May rolls around, I have a feeling I'm going to be so hyped up <laughs> yeah. for that movie. Yeah, and the best it's going to be able to do is meet my expectations. Yeah, and James uh, Gunn isn't helping at all because you know I, he, exactly he blows it up every chance he gets. As good as the first one is, I mean this one's just you know this is just amazing. Yeah. It just blows it out of the water and so yeah. so much deeper and but and and funnier and. And sadder, and like, like this is amazing. Right. How can it be all those things? But yeah, even though my expectations got tempered a little bit when he said that Star Lord's dad was a planet, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a little weird. But, yeah. um, but, but yeah, the, I, I watched the trailer and just smiled the whole time, and mm-hmm. uh, couldn't wait to show it, show it to other folks. Uh, and they're, they're, that music they use is always, I mean, he he's picked that song and and it works for what they're doing. So good <laughs> stuff, Todd. Watch it. Would you? I'm gonna watch it if my All computer right. ever works. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the real reason we're here. Um, let me talk about the genesis of of how this. We're gonna do a Mount Rushmore. It's back. The Mount Rushmore's back of our our all time favorite movie characters. So this is a big one uh, for us. Everybody's excited. Yeah. Yeah. This is huge. And this comes from, we kind of teased it a little bit when we talked, uh, when Gene Hackman passed and, or Gene mm. Hackman, God, I got to quit doing that. Gene Wilder <laughs> passed. Um, and we talked about, uh, Willy Wonka a little bit and we said maybe we need to do a Mount Rushmore favorite characters. So here we are without further ado, uh, we're going to do it a little different than we did our, our other ones. Um, I think this time we're just, we'll just, uh, do a little whip around and name off, who we feel like are our favorite characters. And then if one of us has something that we think will, will Trump uh, presidential debates are going on right now. So mm-hmm. let me use that pun. Uh, we will Trump. If we find one that we think will Trump what we've already named, we'll throw it in the ring and, and see what we think. Do we vote it up? Do we vote it down? Who do we kick off? So y'all like it. I like it. I like it. So All we're right. going gonna to make nominations. Yes. And then we'll discuss those, and and we can try to knock the people off. Okay, I got it. Right. Let's do that. You ready, Todd? Oh, I'm always ready. Man, this could get intense. I hope you guys are ready, because I think we're crowded all house. about our characters. <laughs> crowded house. <laughs> this could get crowded house intense. Uh, do any of you all want to start? I'll bring it. I'll bring it right from the get-go. If Uh-oh. From the beginning. Let's go. Let's do it. This guy's going on the mountain if i have anything to say about it i'll i'll fight you guys to the death all right okay be ready to my i believe my all-time favorite movie character i think is the dude lebowski okay jeff lebowski yep i'm uh um, believe it or not i have him written down on my list as well it just as soon as that movie starts and you get the very first scene, him in the grocery store in his flip-flops, very, very <laughs> leisurely going to get the milk, you know, yeah. get, or, you know, t- opening it up in the store and, uh, or the half and half or whatever he gets. And, uh, and, and along with, uh, Sam Elliott's, um, perfectly written by the Coen's, uh, description of him. And, the, and, and I think what's the, what's the line right there about there's a man for, uh, there's a man for every space and time or something like that. There's a man for every time. And, and this was the dude's time, something like that. Of course I should have looked at that, up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it just, it sets the tone for the whole movie. And it's like, right. Like I fall in love with him every single time I watch the movie and, and it starts right there. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have a hard time not, not having him on, uh, on it as well. So I, I think that might be safe. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm in a fighting mood tonight. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got? Who you got, Todd? Bring one. Um, I'm gonna say, um, golly, this and this might sound cliched, but I just I really I loved the especially the first movie. So 
Indiana Jones. Mm. I've got him written down. Yep, I have him written down as well. So as we're so we're basically saying as of right now, those are the the two preliminary. Those are uh, it's it's not carved in yet, but they're up there for now until we knock them off. Is that right? right. Okay. The blue yeah. the blueprints are being drawn up on how yeah. to chisel their faces into the side of the mountain. Gotcha. Yeah. But the chisels haven't been purchased yet. Right, right, yeah. They're, yeah, Indiana Jones is, is like 30 years transcendent and still just as cool uh, today you know, when, when the first, when Raiders came out. Yeah. Like a, a, generation, a generation today could watch that guy and, and still be like enamored with him. Right. It's an iconic character, you know, you see the whip and the jacket and everything and the hat and yeah. And I mean it's Raiders is is if yeah, not my that, favorite all-time movie, it's very close. Uh just be, you know because, you know, because I've always loved that movie and uh, sue me. Which one's your favorite of the Oh yeah, that's I'm gonna I say that. three. I'm not I'm not You going uh um Holy Grail? Last Crusade? Last Crusade, yeah. That's a Monty Python movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last yeah, Crusade. Yeah, Monty Python, that's a better one. Um <clears throat> I'm going Raiders first, because you know, if if they'd only made one, they just made that. I mean, mm. I would have been fine with it. You want more, obviously, and we got more, but and I think I think I think uh, Last Crusade is definitely the second best by far, and very close to Raiders. And and I think uh, the thing about uh, Last Crusade it just ties things up really nice. I thought. Yeah. I did. Yeah, Raiders, <laughs> Raiders, and and uh, and the Last Crusader. I love both of them. Yeah. Deeply. Me too. Yeah. And and man, Sean Connery did such a great job as his dad. Like that was he was yeah. man, he was spot on, perfect. Yeah. And just all the supporting characters was great. You just had all the nods, you know. This was '89, back before, you know, everything. You know, people were so uh, nostalgic about things, and you know, but the, you know, he he was able to. I mean, they you know made it with the I think you know with the thinking that that was going to be it. You know, let's we had a first, we had the first one, we've got. The second one was kind of a little bit missed, you know, as far as the real fans. And third one, we're just going to make it like, hey, this is it. This is the send off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he's he's. Do you great. all include Crystal Skull in the in the mix, or do you exclude it? From... I dis- I disavow. Is it a trilogy? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf automatically. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I disavow that it exists just like the Star Wars prequels, like none of them exist. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. They it, All right. Um for smart, they do one more and they just have him like, I don't know, go to Tibet and hang out. <laughs> and just hang out. Yeah. I'd pay that. When did you all realize that um Temple of Doom was a prequel? Because I didn't oh, until late. Yeah, that's right. I, and I always forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely probably didn't know it as a kid ever, I bet. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I, I, I think, think it's it been within the last couple of years that I actually learned yeah, that. So yeah. that was... I think within the last 10 or 15 years, yeah, that I figured that out or, or heard it. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I went to see it and I and I saw the you know the date comes up and it's a year before Raiders. I was like, yeah, wow, so you caught it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I look think. Well, yeah, look at it. Look at this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, well, you know, look hey. at Mister Hyper Awareness over here. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I read me. when movies are on. I read things. <laughs> <laughs> I read words. I like read words. Hey, everybody! Hey, man, that's why, I pay that's why they put them up the there. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, thirty. Wait a minute. The other one's thirty-six. I mean, I don't know if maybe part of me thought back in '84 when I was a senior in high school. Hey, man, did they? Is that a typo or? 
you know. But yeah. I mean, I think I think there's one reference in Temple of Doom to the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. I believe there's well, there's something there's something that's kind of you know kind of mm-hmm. thrown in there. Man, Todd Sheen just uh, catching stuff all over the place in Temple <laughs> of Doom. I uh, I'm spotting times left and right. Jeez Louise! I feel like Harrison to me might be the ultimate movie star. Uh, huh. Yeah, he just he's just feels so all around, and he was so good at everything he did, especially back then. That yeah, you know, and yeah, and in, between Indiana Jones and Han Solo, just two great yeah. characters, and and what he brings to the roles. But he could, you know, he wasn't one note. Like he could bring you everything, and he was just always cool, no matter what he did. And I, I love love Harrison. He was a hunky stud, but he wasn't too. <laughs> Hey. Was it two? I'm sorry. I get. Hey, I'm getting. I got you. I got. I, but he, he he was. You know, he wasn't so he, gorgeous that you're like, that oh made, my yeah, god, that he made you feel insecure. You could still right exactly. I got you. But he but he had you know he had the physical talent to you know to do the mm-hmm. the, the stunts and you bought everything. He had the humor, uh, and he did. And like Scott said, he had you know there was you yeah, know the there humor. was the just the the depth of uh, mm-hmm. talent in, in his acting. It's great. Humor was so good. Yeah. His timing and delivery yeah. is, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't get recognized enough for just how good he is. And it's weird. Cause in interviews and stuff, he's, he's like, he's kind of a weird dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, when he's on late night shows, his, he's got yeah. a weird sense of humor. And, and I think he's just always kind of, it's always turned on. And he, you never know what he's going to come up with. He's just—he's got a weird way about him. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I he comes him. across to me like he hates doing those things. Like he yeah. hates doing the PR stuff. So right. he tries to weird people out. So maybe <laughs> yeah. they don't ask you to do it next time. Yeah. And I, I do still hate his earrings. I don't, I don't want. Oh, I know. Yeah. To have earrings. Golly. <laughs> Oh man, that makes me sad. He never, sad. he never should have done six days, seven nights. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. That was the earring. That state. was the downfall. Yeah, that and that and playing basically the same character in like four or five movies with Air Force One, Firewall, uh, Ransom, Present Danger, Patriot Games. Yeah. All right, uh, Harrison, for a minute. And I'm I spoiled this one, so I'm just gonna go ahead and and throw him up there. Um, I'm gonna go with Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka mm. from The Chocolate Factory. Um, yeah, and I and we talked about that character a lot, so we don't have to go into a lot of detail with that one. But um, I would yeah, can... as, as far as go ahead, yeah, a a guy create just completely creating an iconic character out of probably when you look at the script, not much. Um, and and a character that now you can watch that forty years later and it still hits every note. Um, I, I yeah that 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 character to me is um maybe the epitome of what a film character should be. Yeah, it is magic through and through. It really is. Like I I I'm just mesmerized by him in that role and what he did with it and. And those piercing blue eyes, and yeah. uh, he's just so good. Yeah, everything you like the the fact that you can in that one role you can bring humor, you can bring like a mysterious weirdness. You can bring you can even he's threatening at points, and you don't know where he's coming from, and he seems scary. Uh, and then he seems really comforting, and like I would you know I would go anywhere with this guy, and like if I was a kid, I'd want to hang around with him. So it's amazing what he does in that one movie. Yeah. Could you go ahead? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go. I I was going to say, could you imagine if you were, uh, if you were just, you know, if you were one of the the cast, you know, preferably probably one of the adults uh, and not one of the kids, Mm -hmm. because as as a kid, you might not have recognized it at the time. But could you imagine imagine being on the set while, Mm -hmm. while they're, when they say action and Mm -hmm. you're just right there and he's just, and he just pulls it out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, that would have just been. Imagine directing him. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I'm sure it was just like, just stay out of his way. 
just stay yeah. out of his way. Like, he's uh, on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's definitely on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just yeah. being amazed by what he yeah. did. Although I would possibly contend that even, like, he might be, like, Willy Wonka, the character, might be outshone in, in his own movie. Uh, I think maybe maybe Grandpa Joe needs to be on the mountain. You stop it. <laughs> you stop it right there. <laughs> Grandpa Joe talk. He can't drink oh it God. all. We've got to find that. Uh, <laughs> we've got to find that Rome segment and put it up on the website. But yeah, man, hey, Grandpa Joe, the worst human in all the film. He can't drink Don't it worry. all. Don't worry, Charlie. <laughs> oh man, take a little sip, Charlie. Nobody's looking. <laughs> Really is yeah, the worst uh, dude ever. Wilder, what he did with that character was, um, man, he he was so subdued in a lot of it, and but mm-hmm. the the when he did it, it was perfect, and then he would go so over the top, yeah, at some parts, and then it was perfect then too. Like he knew exactly when to pick his spots mm-hmm. in that in that movie, which is is to go just so manic, go so bipolar, uh, and make it work. Um, a masterclass. And when he sings and when he's speaking softly and you just kind of want to get, you know, you just want to get as close to him as you can. Like if you were standing in the room and he's got such a soft voice, but yeah. And then he flips out on Charlie in the end and stuff like that. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And freaking people out on purpose on that boat. Yeah. The boat. I was definitely freaked out by the boat scene when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Willy Wonka. So we've got three. Who's, uh, who wants to put the fourth one up? Uh, I've got a name. Okay. I've got a name. Uh, I'm going to say from the character acting talents of Mr. Val Kilmer. Whoa. We, see, we think too much alike. I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. And he's on my list too. It is Doc Holliday. And, uh, or are you, or are you, were you thinking the saint? Did I just screw it up? Were you thinking the saint? Chris Knight from Real Chris Knight from Son of a Yeah, no, Doc Holliday is uh like we've talked about before on the show, we love BA movies and I love a good BA and he's he might be the king of them all. Um so it's just it's just a perfect role, you know, in that movie. I love it so much. Yeah, for for he is the dude to you. What the dude is to you, he is to me. Like he okay. is my favorite character in my favorite movie. That to watch him do that is the most. That's the most rewatchable movie for me that I've ever seen. Like I could, if it's ever on cable or whatever, I'm not turning it off because I want to see and and I can say pretty much line for line everything he's getting ready to say. But I want to see him say it. Uh, everything's perfect. The the whole flipping the coin, uh, flipping the cup around thing um, with with. Uh, what's his name? I've seen it so much I can <laughs> quote it. What's that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Michael Bean's character. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Johnny that, that Ringo. Thing, Johnny Ringo. Johnny Ringo. That whole thing's perfect, and uh, yeah, just every line he hits the <clears throat> the, the Frederick Chopin yeah. line, and um, and not not to mention all the classics with "I'm Your Huckleberry" and yeah, and and to think about the fact that. Uh, Cosmatos dropped out um, really early on, and Val and uh, mostly uh, Kurt Russell mm. ended up directing the movie themselves. Like, <laughs> just and under the pressure of knowing that Costner was making his own uh, OK Corral movie, you know, in the same state, like you know, right. at the same time, and and they've got all this pressure, but they've got a great script and. And those two just kind of take it on their shoulders and and hash it out every night, and then come in and direct themselves in the in you know the next morning and stuff like that. Like it's an amazing story that I still just can't. Like I wish I was there because I can't mm-hmm. hear enough about. I want to know so like blow by blow. Like how did this go? Who did what? Who you know who came up with this stuff? You know because it's they did such an amazing job, and it's like if Kurt directed this as much as you know, they say he did or, you know, yeah. cause it's, it's so much of it's wrapped up in legend and you don't know what's true and what's not. It's like, why isn't he directing all the time? Cause it, like, right. it's yeah. so good. But yeah. Yes. Todd, do you have any thoughts on doc holiday? 
well, I, I've been a Val Kilmer fan. I mean, really, I saw I saw Top Secret. I think that was the first movie he did, uh, which was kind of like a, from the guys that did Airplane. It was kind of like a take on that spoof kind of comedy on on spy movies. And it was good. He was good in it. Um, but man, Real Genius came out and Real Genius is my favorite, uh, one of my favorite 80s comedies because um, it's, golly, it, I mean, he is perfect in that movie. He just, <laughs> um, it just, uh, I, and, I, and I love it because it's, you know, you got that whole feeling of, you know, college, uh, it, it, it nails all the scenes with colleges and the, you know, the dances and the parties and all that stuff. Well, everything that you want college to be right. Especially in the eighties. It's like, it, yeah. yeah, it's the, it's, yeah. it's like, I want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all this funny stuff and, you know, and, and, uh, Kilmer is like, you know, he was like the stud, uh, <laughs> you know, graduated high school, you know, what, when he was in ninth grade or something, went straight into this technical institute where they're you know designing weapons for the military and stuff like that i'd say probably yeah tombstone was probably his it's gonna always be his signature role because i mean it's just you know it's a once in a lifetime role it came at the right time just perfect storm kind of thing the way Mm. the way it turned out and we're probably don't don't know anybody else that could have done that come close yeah you know definitely right now these four that we've got up there i think they're deserving but they're certainly you know also up there because they're our favorites um so maybe maybe we can throw some some of our other names up there that we have to see if anybody needs to you know if if we think anybody's worthy of knocking any of these four off well um i'll tell you one that i mean and, and this this goes probably against i mean may not be my favorite role um uh or character role but um but i loved um you know redford as uh mm. sundance kid yeah um and i mean you, you could and you could equally put newman up there you know as butch cassidy as well uh but newman man he was you know or um redford sorry uh as as sundance uh just was nailing it was the comic relief uh it was different spin on that story but uh, I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll put Red, I'll put Redford up there. I mean I know that's that's not a I, and you know me I like to not have totally logical choices. <laughs> well then who would you who would you knock off? Because we've got our four right now. Yeah, is there, yeah. are there any of those four that, that you would take Sundance and and, and knock one of the oh others? oh I see where we are now because we're with yeah we've got our four we've got the dude we've got Indiana Jones we've got Willie Wonka and we've got Doc Holliday so yeah yeah. Are you putting Sundance over any of those four? No. So uh, it's an honorable mention, kind of. Yeah, you can just dis- dis- disregard that. Tree. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, I've got one that I feel like is probably deserving, whether we'll not whether we'll put him up there or not. Um, okay. But I feel like this feels like if you're talking about all-time movie characters on a Mount Rushmore. The tramp feels like he should be up there. Mm. I mean, that's you know, is there any yeah. other icon that's bigger than that one in in film? Yeah, that's true. Who do you who do you who do you take off the list? Do you think? Uh, man, I don't know because I do. I love all four of those. Yeah, uh, and I, yeah. And that's I, gonna be my hang up. Is like I've got a couple I want to throw up there, but I don't know who to take off. Mm-hmm. Like there's two of them I'm not touching. Yeah, Doc and Wonka, for you. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to take the dude off because he is unquestionably my favorite character in any right. in any movie. But you know, logically, if we're just talking logically, then and and somebody wanted to say then that he deserves a, a place etched in stone more than the dude i i couldn't argue with that who else who else is isn't in the running um it's not it's not an iconic character and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it up here and again i don't know who i'm knocking off and you all may not be willing to even entertain the idea but i think for me it's my favorite comedy 
a character in a comedy of all time and probably deserves more credit than what he gets. But it's Robert Downey Jr. playing Kirk Lazarus, playing mm-hmm. Lincoln Osiris <laughs> in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, it is classic and I, groundbreaking. It is, man. Yeah, and he played he played two different characters, yeah. like as two different people in that movie. Yeah, and he did them both, and they were both awesome. And I would probably, yeah, Kirk, Kirk Lazarus playing Lincoln Osiris is probably my favorite character in any comedy ever. Um, there, are yeah, f- go ahead. There are a few things that I've enjoyed watching more like as it developed on the screen in front of me like I couldn't have gotten enough of him doing that yeah and, and I was sad at the end of that movie that you know that he kind of snaps out of it and he's like oh yeah this is the real me and it's like man because if there was any chance of you giving me another movie of him doing this it's like I want this like <laughs> I can't you yeah. can't you can't possibly provide enough of this how much of that was he he's not I don't think he's and you you kind of mentioned him for your um the comedy round Mount Rushmore but he I don't think he's known as a comedian. Right. But he was in a movie with some heavyweights in in the comedy world and completely stole the show from all of them with with the way he did. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Kirk Lazarus. Yeah. And he was he was in that great great SNL cast for one year. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> The, the year, one everybody loves. The year that Lauren was gone, and yeah. So, what do you all think about that one? Is that one? Is that a legitimate pick, or is that just me fanboying on how much <laughs> I love that that character in that movie? Uh, yeah. There's no way he's knocking off these others. Yeah. But, but I'm feeling you because I love it so much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if maybe if it, if it was our own personal. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Uh. I would maybe throw up Inspector Clouseau. I wondered if you would. I thought that might be one of your first picks. Peter Sellers, and we we discussed his greatness in the our yeah our uh, Mount Rushmore of comedy, and he made our Mount Rushmore of comedy actually. Yeah, and and you're talking about over uh, a uh, filmography for the Pink Panther stuff of what maybe like six films. Todd, does it sound right? Let's see. The, yeah, Shot in the Dark, Pink Panther, Return, Revenge, and Strikes Again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think were the ones that he was in. Yeah. And I just, I just love the character. I love what what he and uh, Blake, Blake Edwards, yeah, Blake Edwards, yes, and what they did with him. So I, I won't go on and on about about Inspector Clouseau. If if anybody out there hasn't delved into the Pink Panther stuff. Uh, definitely do that. Uh, the, all the ones after A Shot in the Dark, because they're completely different movies. Those first two, Inspector Clouseau character is one thing, and then after those two is a completely different thing, uh, where they just kind of completely gave into the silliness, and uh, that's what I love <laughs> so much. Um, could you could you put him up over any of the five that we are considering right now? Mm, Clouseau? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think I could. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I mean, I could put him. I I would I would probably put him up over. I mean, heck, I'd probably put him up over. Gosh, it's tough for Indiana. But <laughs> I could probably I could probably put him up. I would I could put him up over because just because of he is you know, I mean, there was some longevity to it. He he did yeah so for what fifteen sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was you know I mean. Was, on. If Todd's gonna give it that vote, then you all could get him up there. But <laughs> I'm not going with it. It'll, it, but it can be, it can be a majority rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott, if you wanna, if you wanna throw him up there over Indiana. Hmm. Mm. I. I won't do it. I won't. I won't do it. Okay. It just. It feels. It feels I'm going with my gut, and I'll I'll stick I'll stick with Indiana yeah. Jones. Todd, do you have any other characters for consideration? Um, uh, how about while he's thinking? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> let me, I found this. I found the 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 quote of narration about the dude. Can we just completely jump ship back to that real quick? So oh I, yeah. So I can read. Because the that. dude's still on the mountain. We can talk about the dude. Now this here story I'm about to unfold took place, place back, back in the early '90s, just about the time of our conflict with Saddam and the Iraqis. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero. Because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man, and I'm talking about the dude here. Sometimes there's a man, well, he's the man for his time and place. He fits right in there. And that's the dude in Los Angeles. And even if he's a lazy man, and the dude was most certainly that, quite possibly the laziest in Los Angeles County, which would place him high in a running for laziest worldwide. But sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there's a man. Ah, lost my train of thought here. But, ah, hell, I done introduced him enough. Like, and I, I'm, just, I'm so in love with the dude watching him in the grocery store with half and half while that that is one of the greatest introductions Mm -hmm. of a character in all of film no doubt about it i love their writing so much yeah when the coens are all hitting on all cylinders there's nobody better i mean that's that's just genius that's inspired genius yeah so they did a good job with uh, h.i mcdonough too introducing him yeah so you got anybody else todd are you are you (laughs) content with what we've got I, you know, I mean, when you think of characters and, and I mean, you think of characters from the seventies, you think of uh, Rocky Balboa, mm, yeah. you know, sticking with Stallone, you've got, um, you know, you've got Rambo from the eighties, but you know, and Eastwood, I mean, Eastwood, let's, he's done several iconic characters. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. you've got, uh, you know, you've, you've got uh, the man with no name who, you know, he did a trilogy there. I mean, some of the, some of the westerns he did. I mean, he's basically, you know, there are different names. There's Josie mm-hmm. Wells, and there's the the preacher, and all these mm-hmm. different characters, but they're all pretty much the same. Um, so, out of all of Eastwood's, that's a that's a good. He's he's such an icon. So, if we picked one guy out of Eastwood's, all of Eastwood's characters, who do you think that would be? Because definitely the man with no name jumped into my head as as yeah. maybe that would have to be it. What do you all think? My favorite of his Dirty Harry is Josie Wales. Yeah, Josie Wales and then Dirty Harry. Those are probably the three, Dirty right? Three. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I know I know I'm gonna get some backlash, but Philo Beto <laughs> yeah. is yeah. an awesome character. Yeah. I don't think he can go up on any mountains, but I I do love Philo and uh, and William Money is a great character. Yeah. Yeah. That might be like his for as far as his performances go, that might be my favorite of of all his performances mm-hmm. in the most uh yeah. uh you know, three-dimensional. Like there's a lot to William Money. Well, he didn't I mean, he he was never I mean, you never heard people just praising no. Woods acting right. ability. He really did have chops. But he was, you know, he was kind of that guy. I mean, he played that guy in all the westerns. And he play. I mean, let's face it. Dirty hair. The Dirty Harry movies are westerns. I mean, Eastwood's got to be mentioned because mm-hmm. he he was he made such a a difference in in characters. Yeah. You know. I think I think Rocky definitely deserves a Rocky's mention. a heck of a character. Yeah. 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 And you know, the, it, it, Stallone right out of the gate first. You know, writes the film and 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 attaches himself to direct to it and sticks to oh, it yeah. and get or or to be in it. Sorry, to star in it. And then, yeah. you know, and then they win best picture and like, that's just amazing. So yeah, yeah, to, to that, to be your first character really. And, and you just knock it out the home run out like that. Uh, yeah. but we're right out in that stopped after four. Yes. Yeah. We're, uh, right at an hour. Though. And, and speaking of Rocky four, shout out to Dolph Lundgren. There it is. Yes. <laughs> I, I was actually, he was on my honorable mention list, list for Drago. Uh, shout out to Dolph Lundgren for, for making the honorable mentions. So, you go, Drago. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um, 
I, I considered Rocky uh, as well. Mm. Um, I mean, they, they built a statue of that character, mm. an actual statue, and it's still up in, in Philadelphia because they loved him so much. Um, and, and he's pretty transcendent, too. They're still making movies with him in it mm-hmm. uh, th- 40 years later, so it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who you take off to put him, to put him on there. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw these two up there, too, just to see what you all think. But uh, what about Jack Sparrow? Yeah, he was definitely on my list, uh, and we've discussed in some type of uh, setting before how we. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's the most iconic character of the past probably twenty years. You know, so after Harrison uh, and the characters that he did, I feel like it's Jack Sparrow is the guy is the character that stands out. Uh, you know. Uh, beloved by everybody and just indelible in our, in your minds of who that character is and just so well etched by uh, Depp. Yeah. They were able to build a franchise from those movies because of the way he chose to do that character. Yeah, and it really is from his choice. I mean, yeah. he you've seen since, you saw before that and since then that he's not, you know, Johnny Depp, he's, he's a great act, actor. He's a great character actor. And uh, he, but he's not infallible, and he right. can, he can't make gold out of nothing. Um, but so it was really like I think you give him the most credit for that choice to just model that character after Keith Richards, and like mm-hmm. like that's one of the best I- ideas and best decisions in film, you know? Yeah, it worked so well. But I don't know who you can knock off this list to put him on. Yeah, it would. I mean, you you automatically look at Indiana Jones because you know they're they're similar in the action vein. Right. Um. So I don't know. I you so know I, you could make Jack a, Sparrow. Would Jack Sparrow exist without Indiana? Jones? Right. And the the, the those films are better. Uh, you know, yeah. overall. So yeah, I think that helps. If you take Crystal Skull out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, let's, let's, let's try to do it. We're at an hour. So let's try to, let's try to nail this down. Okay. Well, uh, unless can you I throw one more. Up? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because we don't have any bad guys on here. Yeah. Um, and I, and I want to throw up my, my favorite bad guy from a movie uh, is the Joker, the way he okay. played him. Okay. Um, and, and I feel pretty good about that one. Um, just because, he he was able to do something with that that like he won the Oscar and you could say it was it was posthumously so it was probably because because he he passed away but um you know it was a comic book character that won an Oscar mm-hmm. um regardless of of what you think the reasoning or the politics or whatever and he's I think everybody considers him the best of that character um not everybody but I think that's the consensus is that he's the best portrayal of that character um i i I would uh i'd I'd like you all to consider the joker (laughs) i think it's a fantastic performance and uh definitely worth a mention but i look more at the performance than i do the character with heath Mm. ledger's joker okay i see i don't have as much of a like a fully developed idea of who that character is compared to like a couple of villains that I had written down. Like one of them was um, the guy, uh, I can't even tell you his name, but the, uh, the bad guy from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah. Um, and I feel like that guy's, you know, I've got a better sense of who that he is as a character hmm. above the Joker, where it's just kind of more of like the Joker is just his mania, you know, is, is the character is just that he's just nuts and you don't know what he's going to do. Um, but yeah, it, he's, it is still a great character and a really great performance. I just kind of think more performance than I do character. Hmm. What do you think, Todd? When you think of superheroes and you think of supervillains, I think across both universes for me, the Joker is the number one. Yeah. I don't know. If, does there, you know, there's, I don't think there's anybody that comes close uh, as far as, you know, that's for me. And maybe we, that's what we need to do is like, you know, villains may need their own Mount Rushmore. Maybe so. I yeah. I think that's probably a good idea. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's uh yeah, let's wrap this thing up and, and figure out. We got down to five. We need to we need to cut mm. somebody. Mm. Uh we got the dude, Indiana Jones, Willy Wonka, Doc Holliday, and the Tramp. Yeah. I I'm just going to be a generational homer and and stick with our original four and <laughs> And and Scott, I know Scott loves Charlie Chaplin, and yeah. I would not have a problem with him making it. Yeah. Um, yeah. on the li- on the on the mountain, if you all want him up there, but I I like I like the dude, Indiana Willie and and Doc Holliday personally. Yeah. But what do you all think? I think that's more of our favorites list than yeah. than it is the actual greatest uh, characters I, yeah, of all time. I, I completely agree with that, but it's our <laughs> podcast, so it is. It. it is like because there's so many what people you know what snobs would consider the greatest films of all time, and we didn't even come close to any no. of, of yeah taking any of their characters and putting them on here. But that's fine. Um, and I do like that's fine. Todd, I would I would leave it. I kind of want to leave it in your hands. Is there any? Do you want to put the tramp above any of those four? Because I'll kind of go with you either way you go. Yeah. But not uh, Alan. But not Alan. <laughs> Definitely not Alan. Uh, well. Alan said the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> the Clown Prince of Crime. <laughs> um. You know that's that's one that's a tough one because yeah I mean you're looking at. You know, the the other four, what a forty year span mm-hmm. of each other, yeah. you know, and and then you're you're bringing in Chaplin, who is obviously deserving. I mean, it's what, probably one of the earliest recognizable characters, or maybe yes. the most recognizable character. Yeah, probably the first recognizable character, you know, for uh, in film period, like maybe, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and do research and like, you know, like look up when the Keystone cops came around and stuff like that. But you well, know. no, yeah. Nosferatu. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Max Shrek. I mean, those, um, cabinet of Dr. Caligari, stuff like that. Yeah. That's older stuff, but, but certainly <laughs> probably the first like reoccurring character, uh, yeah, that really, you know, and and to the, to this day, maybe the all time greatest icon of film. Like, you know, you could make, you know, his silhouette. Like, you know, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm. I'm all just, right. It's settled. Charlie's <laughs> out. I would, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's stick with the original four. Okay, it's it's done. Stamped. All right, that's it. Bam. Blueprints are drawn up. Chisels are purchased. <clears throat> so we, we got our scaffolding. Yep. Tell tell the workers that we've got Jeffrey Lebowski, Doc Holliday, Indiana Jones, and Willy Wonka. And there it is. And that's a good that's a good spectrum. You've got comedy represented. Mm-hmm. You've got action adventure represented. Such a diverse group. <laughs> it is. It would be a strange <laughs> mountain. But uh, it would make me happy every time I gazed upon. Oh, I would love. I would visit that mountain on every vacation. <laughs> yeah. What's your story, cowboy? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. And what? What's? What's with all the white Russians? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it is very diverse, but but maybe politically not so much. That's true. That is. This is a lot of white men up there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any any uh, other ethnicities or genders than our own. <laughs> well, but you that, know. That's what we do here. That's what we do. <laughs> we love people that look like us. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um so yeah, I like the list. I like the mountain. I hope people um will respond to it and Give us their choices and tell us where we went wrong uh, so that we can disprove you. I'm sure no one disagrees with this four. As that's, the, that's true. As the greatest. quintessential, <laughs> definitive, greatest characters ever in film. From any film, any genre, the, these four. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> they all right. happened within a 40-year window. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's get out of here and... When you're listening to these, remember to hit that subscribe button and please go to iTunes, hit hit the five-star rating, put your iTunes password in, and you're done. That's all we're asking. Yeah. So, guys, you ready to get out of here? I'm ready. 
Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. You all don't want one more. <laughs> right, then, then let's get out of here. Uh, we got River's Edge Film Festival coming up too, and we're going to do a little preview of that next week, and maybe some Halloween stuff to get you all ready for that glorious holiday. So. For Scott Stafford and Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. And I know that you will plainly see. The biggest fool that's ever hit the big time. And all I gotta do is act naturally.